our interns. We got Trenton. What up? Jessica. Hey, y'all. And Cody. Hey, y'all. Thanks so much for joining us, guys. So today we actually wanted to talk about a little bit about leadership. Um, but first, before we get into that, so something's been going around about uh, your thoughts in your head or your inner monologue. Have you guys heard that? Yeah. So like the the thing where like people see the sentences or like you talk to yourself a lot. Yes. Yeah, so it's like either you see the sentences in your head or you can just hear your own voice in your head. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I saw that and I definitely I definitely talk to myself a lot. And now that I've seen that, I've, I realized that I talk to myself a lot more than I originally thought. Uh, but I and I never knew that there were people out there that actually saw sentences. So what, what do you guys do? I know for me, it's kind of weird, especially when I'm at work. I, I kind of find this to be the case. But I feel like I spend a lot of my time in my head and I never really it's kind of a mix between I hear sentences and then I feel like I hear myself talking in my head. Like, it's kind of weird. I don't know how to explain it, but I think everybody's different in a way. Yeah, for sure. What about you, Jess? I definitely talk to myself a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> OK, so I have to know this part, too. If you talk to yourself like you hear your own voice, does it sound like your voice? In your head. So when when I hear myself, I hear what I think I sound like. Yeah. So like when I go back and I listen to myself from videos or whatever, that is not the voice, or I wouldn't talk to myself ever because I hate I hate listening to myself. Yeah. I don't okay. know. I don't really hear my voice. I just really hear my thoughts. Is that I don't know how to explain. Yeah. That. Okay. So that's like the inner monologue for me. I definitely hear my own. Like I hear myself. Yeah. And I'll talk to myself like, oh, now I'm about to do this. And like, I can like hear me talking to me. <laughs> I feel like my inner self has this personality. And it's nice. like, oh, I would not say that. I would not say that. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you stop when you're, like, you're about to say something, you'll stop yeah, yourself. So I'll give you a practical it. example. So I'm working the drive through at work. Somebody comes through and they're like, Either something's really off about them or something's incredibly weird or they're just rude. <laughs> and something is like firing off inside of my brain and I'm thinking all these kinds of things. And it, it kind of has it like the thought has its own personalities. Where is that sounds? Is and he I, a lot meaner than you are? No, he just thinks differently. <laughs> There's definitely something wrong with me. I think that's just your conscious. I think you're thinking, wow, this person's really weird yeah. and you probably want to call it out conscious is like no i probably shouldn't say that that'd yeah. be kind of rude i got barked at through the drive-thru <laughs> <Barked at? laughs> they we we call him the bird man and he literally we know he's there because through the drive-thru intercom it literally sounds like there's a thousand birds chirping in the car and the best time is he came through the drive-thru and he's like have you ever heard a bird dog and he starts whistling like a bunch of birds, but then starts barking and actually barked at one of our cashiers, including oh me, when he got to the window. That's so funny. And I was paralyzed. I didn't know. I was just, I was like, hey. And I just stood there with his money. And the worst thing is he went to go give me his money. And he was, he okay. was holding the change in the palm of his hand. But the way it looked to me is I thought he was reaching out to give me a fist pump. So I went to fist pump him, <laughs> but he actually just had the change in his hand. And it was weird because, yeah. Oh, my goodness. But, yes, he I did. I wish I could have been there for that. I did. I got some video, but I did end up getting the change. But it was it was awful. Yeah. 
So bird dog, you said? Yeah, he's like, have you ever heard of bird dog? So he refers to himself as that. Somebody somewhere told him he had a good impression, and he's made up his mind that anywhere and every time he gets the chance, he has to do that for everyone <laughs> he ever meets. But I think certainly somewhere, something, someone told him something, and that inspired him to do whatever that is. Maybe, you know, whatever it was that inspired him, he's inspired to... Be bird dog. Be bird dog. Yeah. Well, speaking of inspired, um, who inspires y'all as a leader? So when you think of a leader, who comes to mind for y'all? So before I moved down here, uh, there was this guy who became a mentor really in my life, and his name was Justin. And at the time, he was the worship leader uh, or the worship pastor at the church that I was at. And Mm -hmm. now he's actually the lead pastor of a church, and he became kind of my uh, one of my best friends and a mentor of mine, and he's really brought me far. Mm. Awesome. What about you, Jessica? Um, so for me, mine would be Rick Carlson. Yeah, Rick is our wholeness ministry pastor here at Relevant Church, um, and anyone who knows Rick loves Rick and also knows that um, he will get to any heart issue. He will pull anything out of you because he is just so awesome like that. Um, so that makes sense that he would definitely inspire you as a leader. And he's got the best sense of humor. Yes, he does. Okay, so what about you, Trenton? Who inspires you? So actually, neat story. This past week, I actually got a chance to attend the Not A Worship that Passion had. And they had both Cody Carnes and Sean Curran as the worship leaders. Oh, wow. I love Sean Curran and Cody Carnes, but for a long time... One of my biggest inspirations has been Sean Curran, and he inspires me because of the way he leads worship, and he leads with such confidence and authority, and it's not just his authority, but he leads from an authority of like who he is in Christ, yeah. and he leads with like a Christ authority, and just the way he leads people in his ideas about worship and, and just who he is as a person. He just really inspires me to be a better worship leader. That's so that's awesome. somebody who inspires me. Definitely Sean Curran. Yeah. And that's such a good one for you too, because he directly does what your passion is. Um, so that makes sense that he'd be someone that you look up to, but also we do give Trenton a really hard time about being obsessed with Sean Curran, um, uh, because that is like a dream come true for him to meet him. So. And I got a picture with him that day yes. too. That was crazy. I was so nervous. I don't know why he's just, a, I, I couldn't, I, he came down from stage and I don't know how, but I was lucky enough for most of the people to clear out because I guess most of the, you got to understand most of the people that go to Passion, it's not like Sean Quirin is just this um, like crazy important person. But to me, you know, it would be like somebody from our church. Yeah, I fanboy so hard. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, so what about uh, y'all, Jess and Cody? Y'all said, you said Justin was someone that you look up to and you said Rick. But what are the specific qualities? So for Trenton, he said the authority that he leads with and the fact that he is a worship leader and that's kind of the track that Trenton is on. What is it about Rick and Justin that that y'all look up to specifically? Uh, So for me, uh, Justin, if I went into Justin's office um, having some kind of a problem, I knew... Uh, what was going to happen before I went in there. 
I knew that Justin was going to tear me down, and then he was going to build me up. <laughs> I knew that if I was having a bad day, I could go and be like, I could, even now, I can call him from all the way down here. Uh, I could call him and say, hey, you know, it's been one of those days. And he's like, okay, get your head out of your butt. You know what you're doing. Now get out there and do it. Yeah. Uh, and he's just, he's, he's been the person that's probably pushed me the most, um, and helped me grow the most. And you know, that just, it gives me a lot of stock and a lot of respect. So yeah, that's really good. Um, I think that kind of what you're saying is that he's somebody that you know, you can be authentic with. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And that he isn't just trying to lead you. He's also trying to develop you and grow you. He actually cares about you as a person, not Mm -hmm. just caring about getting, the job done. Yeah, for sure. And, and I knew that he was trying to, to develop me from the first week that I met him because the, my, uh, first kind of getting my toes wet in ministry was, um, actually, uh, sound production. And I'd never, I had never really run anything before. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I just, I knew that I was just pretty good with technology and things. So, uh, he said that he was needing some help. So on a Saturday, I went and had a training on, uh, on this big old sound system and whatnot. And then the next morning he says, Cody, our guy called out, I need you to run it for me. Mm, I kind of felt that. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I, I was, I was sweating. My, my hands were sweating. Like, oh my goodness. And, uh, so it was just, it was just like a really big, uh, it was a really big undertaking, but he calls it a uh, trial by fire. And that's one of his favorite things to do. And it really pushed me and it really helped me. Um, it really helped me kind of become, become the leader that I am now uh, to kind of critically think and uh, be on my feet and, you know, have confidence in myself that, you know, I know what I'm doing and, uh, and that I can do what what needs to be done just to kind of expound upon that. I think as young leaders, I can kind of speak for us. I think on a more personal level, you know, Sean Curran is not somebody I personally know, just somebody who inspires me from afar. But on a personal level, the people who have actually inspired me the most are people you watch who are killing it Mm -hmm. and doing really well. But when you get to know them on a personal level, they push you really hard. And I would say from what I'm what I've heard, Justin pushes you really hard. And I know Rick pushes you in a way. And um, one of the people that inspires me too is actually our worship pastor Jay. And I just I love a relationship, but I know Jay is like always really, really hard on me. But what I've understood is he's hard on me because he's pushing me to be the best. And I think as young leaders, as young people in general, in general, we really appreciate when, you know, our leaders and our mentors actually love us enough to push us. I love what you just said, Trenton. And I think that the reason that that's so good that Jay does that is because he can see where you can go, where you're only looking at where you're at. Mm. So he sees the potential behind who you can be, all that you can do for God, whereas you're just in right now, and it's so easy for us to get caught up in just the moment and where we're at instead of seeing actually where we can go, what we can mm-hmm. actually do. 
Yeah, and I think that that's really what kind of makes a leader uh, that they can see where what your potential is, like where you are and where uh, they think they can take you. Mm-hmm. Um, but the only way that you can do that is by building a relationship and by building trust. And I think that the there are a couple qualities that are very important to just leadership in general to be able to do this. And I think a couple of those integrity, like, is this person consistent? I know that these are just a few things that I look for when I find, when I'm looking for a mentor, uh, for somebody that I can confide in, mm-hmm. uh, like integrity, like, are they the same person all of the time? How has Justin shown you what it's like to have integrity? So before I came down here, uh, I had a kind of an internship at another, at my old church. And basically, I kind of fell into being his intern, and our relationship grew. And uh, and you know, I'm very close with his all of his family, and his kids, and um, and so I got to see him more than just at church. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like a mentor type relationship. It was. It was. Yeah. And so I would go to his house, and we'd hang out and do whatever, and we run to towns just to get equipment or whatever. We go to lunch all the time. So he was just very consistent in everything that he did. Mm. Um, and every time that I was questioning, uh, you know, how to approach a situation or whether or not I should approach a situation, I would always run that by him uh, because he is, he's consistent mm. in every, every area of his life. So really That's like good. you saw like his consistency was kind of integrity to you. Like it didn't matter what he did. But yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. How yeah. about you, Jessica? How have you seen Rick have integrity? So for Rick, it's his consistency. Um, he's always he's always the first one to apologize to somebody, um, and he always owns up to him if he does something wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, for I, sure. I I really appreciate that a lot um, because I know for me it'd be hard to do that. Um, and he always pushes me out of my comfort zone, which I hate and love at the same <laughs> time. Um, but it it makes me grow. It, it's helped me grow into the person I am now. Um, and he always said he always does what he says he's going to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I can I can speak to that too, because uh, because Rick is is somebody that has kind of kind of come into my life and kind of been a little bit of a mentor to me too. And you know, he does. Um, he does push you. Uh, he also pushes your buttons. Yeah, he does. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> yeah. But no, Rick is Rick is really a really good dude. So. Well, I think consistently with everything that we've talked about, and I was already kind of talking about it, but I think a huge quality of a leader is the fact that they challenge mm-hmm. and push those underneath them in a healthy way. Obviously, there's healthy ways to do it, but I think in any – I think in any success, any successful leader, you know, everybody's different, but they were probably pushed. And if nobody else pushed them, they at least probably pushed themselves to get to that point. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think it can just, you know, yes, I, I completely agree. Uh, and I think that alongside with uh, pushing, it comes with uh, helping grow. Mm-hmm. So caring for um, kind of like we learned in leadership pipeline, um, caring for your team, caring for your volunteer, caring for the person that you're, mm-hmm. that you're helping grow and, and challenging them. Uh, because you know, you can't really grow that, grow that trust and relationship without both. 
Mm-hmm. And I think it comes with practice. I think there's this, not necessarily delicate, but I think there's this balance of push and pull. Like, yes, you're going to push, but you also have that pull of, well, you know, giving them that encouragement and letting them fall of grace, you know? Yeah. And one of the things that's also really big to me, uh, and I'll see what you guys have to say about this, is also like humility. Mm. Yeah. So one of the things that is a really big deal to me is like when you're when a leader is wrong, like I understand that you're that you're a leader, but own up to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, I probably shouldn't have done it that way. I probably could have said that in a different way. Uh, And it's okay. It's okay to to know to to humble yourself. Mm. Um, Because, I mean, if we look at our if we look at our example, I mean, Jesus was in heaven on the right hand of God. And he humbled himself enough to come and be born in a cave. Um, yeah. So I think I can, I can humble myself, or we should humble ourselves uh, to be able enough to say, you know, I could have said that differently. Yeah, and I think too, a big part of being a humble leader is because the opposite of humility is pride. Yeah. And the minute that you start to let pride into your life or into your heart, that's um, a direct path to destruction and a direct path to your fall, so to speak. Mm. And so I think as a leader, it's so important to remain humble so that you don't get, um, you don't let pride get in the way of your leadership. And I think why that's such a big deal is pride affects people many different ways, but ultimately a leader has to stay connected to the people that they're leading. Mm. But I think pride is that ultimate wall and separation between the people you're leading and the leader yourself. Because think about it. If you're prideful, you're not going to ask for help. You're not going to show humility. Um, it just makes a lot of sense. Like pride is just that thing that comes in between you and the people you're with. And I think that's why humility is so important. Because humility, in a lot of ways, is synonymous with being personal and being vulnerable. Because there's a certain level of vulnerability that you have to have to have humility with people. And I think mm-hmm. that's also another important aspect of being a leader is being human and not being up on this pedestal, but that people can relate to you in a way. That's so good. I also think another characteristic of a leader is empathy. I think empathy is so, so important for leaders because it goes back to the care side of it. Mm. And if you're not able to care, actually listen to who you're leading and get down on their level where you can feel with them, then um, you're not you're going to miss things and you're not going to be able to lead them to actually help them reach their potential because you're going to you're just looking for them to to check off the box instead of actually looking for them to change who they are and actually inspire them as a leader versus mm. them just trying to to reach the goal. Yeah, no, that's good. I really agree with what you're saying. A leader doesn't start off as a leader. Like, they have to come up just the same way as everybody else's. Uh, and it's kind of, for me, it's kind of like, remember where you came from. Yeah. Remember where you were. Mm. Um, and then teach people and bring them up in the way that you have been brought up. Mm. Uh, what has made you successful? Pour that into the next generation. Uh, and I mean, like, if because if you're not doing that, then why are you a leader? Right. Are you a leader if you're not doing those things? Yeah, that's so good. I think that goes back to 
be who you needed when you were that age Mm -hmm. or when you were in that spot. Who did you need at that time? Be that to that person that you're leading. Um, And I think that that's what's so cool about being a leader too is that it's unique Mm. with each person that you lead. Like I wouldn't lead Cody the same way that I would lead Jessica or Mm. Trin because the personalities are so different Mm -hmm. and where y'all are going is also so different. So when I think about being empathetic with each of y'all to to be what y'all need, Mm -hmm. I think of that in a different way for each of you to inspire you to be the leader that you're called to be. See, I've never really thought about it, about leadership in that way, because you think leadership is almost like a class you can take and it's a one size fits all. But I think it's really interesting that leadership comes in many different forms and fashions and like your leadership is unique. And I think that's really cool because God has made us all uniquely And I think there's a unique way that each of us can lead and bring something to the table. And here's my question. As somebody who is a leader, how have you seen your empathy affect people who have been under you? Or how have you seen empathy play out and affect those around you? I think for me, when I'm leading from a place of empathy, I'm able to, one, show more care. But I think It's more about the way that the person hears what I'm saying or how they respond. So if I come into a room and and I'm leading with empathy or the conversation that I have to have, I'm having empathy in that conversation, the results turn out a lot better. Mm. Um, I think that if somebody is going through something, I'm, I'm able to say, okay, if I were in that place, what would I need? What do they need? Then I'm able to actually care for them versus just thinking about, oh, here's A, B, and C of being a leader. Let mm. me just try these things. But mm. I'm actually trying specifics as to what they need and how I can actually care for them. And I think that that makes a world of difference because I think people remember more about how you made them feel than mm. just what you did or said for them. It's like you're saying how they receive the information is just as important as the information itself. Oh, yeah, I would say that that's that matters a lot and I think that you know I think that a lot of this can almost be taken uh, not that it should be but that it a lot of it can be taken that you know we're kind of talking to uh, older leaders here but I just want to I just want to recognize that we're not uh, that young leaders need to take heart in this same thing one of the verses that I've been kind of studying here lately is uh, in Jeremiah it's it's one six and seven. And it says, uh, then I said, Lord God, behold, I do not know how to speak for I am only a youth. Mm. But the Lord said to me, do not say I am only a youth for to all to I, to whom I send you, you shall go. And whatever I command you, you shall speak. So uh, what this is basically saying is like, don't, don't write yourself off because you're young. Don't let your, don't write yourself off because you're a young leader, because if what's coming out of you is not an overflow of what God has done and is doing in you, then it doesn't really matter. Mm -hmm. That goes to whether you're 18, whether you're 26, 22 or, or 72. 
mm-hmm. uh, because if the wisdom that you're sharing, if the leadership that if the people that you're leading and how you're leading them is not an overflow of what God is doing in you, then it doesn't really matter. That's so good. I think that leads me to another quality of a leader, which is discipline. Mm. And I think that ties directly to what you just said, that if you aren't putting in the self-discipline, then that's going to show in your leadership Mm. because you have to lead yourself first Mm. before you can lead anyone else. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why this is so important for young leaders is because it starts when you're young. Are you leading yourself mm-hmm. so that as you grow, you can lead others? Yeah, yeah. I think that's really good because I think that you know a lot in the a lot of people that go into leadership, they just automatically start leading people, whether that's on a small level or on a big level. Mm-hmm. They automatically just jump in and start leading others, leading volunteers or whatever. But they sometimes forget that. If you're not leading yourself, if you're not taking care of yourself and spending time with God, mm-hmm. then that's ultimately going to fail. Mm-hmm. Right. If Because you might, you might be able to keep that up for a while. You may be able to lead others and, and keep that going for a while. But ultimately, if your cup is not full, if you're not spending your time in the Word, spending your time in prayer, just spending time with God, uh, then you're going to fail and, and you're going to yeah. get burned out. Yeah, you can't sustain it if you're mm-hmm. not pouring into um, yourself and if you're not also letting God pour into you right. you're not going to be able to sustain your own leadership because you're not even leading yourself and How it's can you also else? it's also going to be difficult to help somebody with something you're still struggling with yeah. yeah yeah and I think what's really important to remember is that you can only take people as far as you've taken yourself that's good yeah you can only take people as far as you've gone because you've never traveled that path before. Mm-hmm. So I think another quality in a leader is the visionary leadership. Um, I think it's important for leaders to be able to um, see where you're going mm-hmm. and to be able to cast that vision of leadership into your life. Mm-hmm. You don't plan for your now. You mm-hmm. plan uh, for what's coming down the road. And, and if as a leader we can't see uh, and if we don't have a plan for what's coming down down the road, then we won't we won't be prepared for the people uh, that we that we meet uh, and for the opportunities that we'll have uh, for whatever that is for life change. So really, by not seeing the future and not and by not being willing to prepare for the future, we're putting a lid on our leadership. I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. And I think good leaders are always thinking, what's next? Mm. Where are we going? Where are we heading? What is next? Yeah. So that makes me think all of these things that leaders have to do, remaining consistent, um, having integrity, and then also having self-discipline, filling up their cup, pouring their cup out, and then also being a visionary in their life. We have to have some self-care. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Because without that, that's a for sure track to burnout. So I want to know, how do y'all do some self-care in your own lives? So for me, I take naps. Oh, yes. I love some naps. I know for me, I'm not really a nap person. I definitely have some FOMO there. But what I do to rest, it kind of depends on how much rest I need. Mm-hmm. Um, when I really am overwhelmed, it honestly just looks like put my phone in the other room and just getting quiet with the Lord. That's good. Or uh, something I really like to do on YouTube, there's these 
10 hour pads that you can listen to and it's kind of weird but the pad to me is like really soothing Mm -hmm. and I can't really hear anything that else is going on and it kind of just helps me to focus and not really pay attention to anything so that kind of gets me on the right track when I feel like I'm yeah when I, I mostly I get so much going on in my head that I feel like I get disconnected from myself Mm. and I try to I try to bring that back I try to bring it all back that's good what about you Cody so for for me I try to do two different kinds of rest you know I try to do my physical rest and my spiritual rest and Mm -hmm. and they're not the same yeah uh so physical rest for me um isn't always necessarily you know completely unplugging um, from all of all of the world. Sometimes it looks more like uh, going and hanging out with friends and and doing things like that. But my spiritual rest is unplugging from everything. It's it's uh, time alone uh, in silence and in, in prayer. It's um, good. And and in my word. And honestly, I really struggle with uh, my silent time mm. uh, because it's a real discipline that I have to, that I'm developing because I don't like to be doing nothing all the time. That's good. So what do you do for the physical side, Cody? Uh, So I, like I said, I kind of, I like to hang out with friends, but I also, I'll also go to the gym or I'll just, I know this sounds like really cheesy and white girl, um, but I like to go and walk through just nature. Yeah, that's so me. I love going. Love some nature because, and this is my big deal. Is the two things that really give me perspective in my life uh, when I go through hard seasons is I'll go into the woods and see the trees, and the same thought that goes through my mind is the same God that created all of this, that created all of those of those stars. He reached down into the sand and he created me. And he created us. Yeah. And and he knew he knew me uh, when he was doing that. Yeah. That's so good. Well, thank y'all so much for being on the podcast today. I had so much fun learning about being a leader and a little bit about how you have some self-care and who inspires you. This has been really fun. Yeah, it's been it's really been a blast. Thank you for listening to the Lean Now podcast. Follow and share and stay tuned next week.